Hey, Filthy Fast friends, welcome to the podcast. This is the first time trying to bring some discussion to the table, which you may consider a healthy rant. Um, I hate to call it a rant because I don't want to crap on anyone. That's not my goal here at all. But this is something that's been on my mind and it needs to be addressed so that I can get it off of my mind. Uh, A good friend of mine, Robbie Keller, she's a fellow barrel racer. Shout out, Robbie who has accomplished a lot in her young life. Um, She's the one who first brought this topic to my attention. She wrote a great piece on this in her own blog. It's called Beyond the Alleyway. And uh, you can find it under the name Sweet Tea on Facebook. It was great. And I think that the topic actually needs to be covered on more platforms. So, Robbie, if you don't mind, I'm going to share a little bit more about this because uh, I had the same opinions on it. In summary, there is a meme floating around that essentially says winning on a maid horse will never feel as good as winning on a horse that you trained yourself. The gist of that is communicating to the general public that you're not as worthy of enjoying a win if you didn't train the horse you're winning on. I take several issues with that statement and its impact on our industry along with the people involved in it. First of all, for all of you trainers out there, whether you're Cassie Mowry, who is my queen and can do whatever she wants, or you're just a bonafide couch jockey with big dreams, Your careers would not be possible without the people who are willing to send their horses to you or buy the finished product from you, be it a 1D or a 5D horse. The great thing about the introduction of the D system is that there is literally room for everyone to compete. So, this sport has exploded in the last two decades. Literally exploded. There was spectacular growth in entries, horses being tried as prospects, and people that wanted to dive into the training and futurity world. I am 100% supportive of anyone who wants to learn what goes into training a top 1D horse. It's certainly something that has intrigued me for several years. Find a mentor, be humble and consistent, get yourself a nice colt, and just go and suck for a while, and suck and suck and suck, and eventually you will suck less. But that is not the only way to learn how to jockey a great horse. If your goal is to make the CFR next year, then it really doesn't make much sense to buy a three-year-old colt then, does it? Obviously, your budget largely comes into play here as well, but my point is that a win is a win, no matter what horse you want it on, or what level you consider yourself to be at. Callie Duperrier's World Championship was not any less a World Championship just because she bought Rare Dylan. She still won it, guys. The clock is the only judge here, so at times you are going to feel very frustrated. I know I have, when it feels like you're barely making ends meet, You're working your tail off, and you maybe don't have as many nice horses in the trailer as the girl next to you who bought the one she's competing on. It's very easy to say, sarcastically, obviously, well, it's simple when you can just go buy the best horses in rodeo, or daddy's putting fuel in the truck for you, isn't he? Or you don't have to stress about your horses getting hurt, blah, 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 whatever. You catch the gist. That is, that is such a poisonous way of thinking, um, because it prevents you from growing as a horsewoman and a person. Being bitter at someone who supposedly has it easier will never make you any tougher. Everyone doesn't want to go to the futurities or devote the immense amount of time and energy it takes in learning what goes into training multiple top horses. It's a, it's a literal lifetime. <clears throat> Buying a proven horse, filling your permit, qualifying for the finals, those are all immensely challenging things to take on. So when I hear someone regurgitate that meme, I think to myself that this is a person who is feeling very unfulfilled and unvalidated. I personally really enjoy the process of training young horses to reach their full potential. I love that I'm in proximity of people who are willing to teach me more, but I don't love the idea of beating it up and down the road to qualify for something like the CFR or the NFR. Maybe it's in the cards for me one day, but I don't like traveling that much. 
For many people, that is their primary focus and it's a very vital part of our industry. So next time you go to share this meme, stop and think about the implications of its meaning. Of its meaning, sorry. It's implying an attitude that we've worked very hard to remove, that you can't sit with us. It's implying that the sport can't and shouldn't continue to grow and evolve. All the little Instagram trainers love to share their opinions on this matter, but keep in mind that an opinion is the lowest form of human intelligence. It requires no accountability or adhered standard, and that is why you have to take it with a grain of salt. My final advice is to focus on your personal goals and fulfillment. The challenges that excite you may not be the challenges that excite someone else. Thank you guys so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to me at filthyfast1, that's number one, at gmail.com. Message me on here. Find me on YouTube under the name filthyfast. Check out filthyfast.wordpress.com for more content. And I love Instagram, so hit me up at Naomi Jolene. Go attack your day.